I want to introduce us just to a few of the, you know, the, the common ones that we recite and the importance of where they come from. We have obviously Ziyarat Tawarth, which we traditionally recite on a Thursday night. This Ziyarat was taught to us by the sixth Imam, Imam Jafar al-Sadiq alayhi salatu wasalam. When a companion called Safwan Jamal comes to the sixth Imam in Medina, and he says to him that he wants to perform the visitation of Aba Abdullah, but he's not in Karbala. So he asked the sixth Imam, can you teach me something that I can greet your forefather Aba Abdullah from far away? And so the sixth Imam gives him the ziyarat of Warith. So this is directly taught to us by the sixth Imam. And again, it can be read either from afar, it can be read from you know, near when you're in Karbala. But the point is that this comes to us from a divine infallible, from the divinely appointed sixth Imam. And again, when we look at it, and we have you know, the translation on screen when we recite it, we see that we address Sayyidu Shuhada as being an inheritor, because warith literally means inheritor. One who is a warith is somebody who inherits something from somebody else. And so we refer to him as the inheritor of Adam, of Noah, of Moses, of Abraham, of Jesus, of our beloved Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa alihi wa sallam. Allahumma salli ala Muhammad wa Muhammad. And so we see that Sayyidu Shuhada is not just an individual, but rather he becomes the culmination of the message of all the previous prophets. If you want to look at the 124,000 prophets, their challenges, their struggles, what they went through, their adversaries. Basically, you look at the life of Sayyidu Shuhada because he is the inheritor of all of that and also all of their you know, the, the graces, whatever they have been given by Allah. So the sixth Imam gives this ziyarat, and again it goes through not only the visitation in terms of greeting the Ahlul Bayt and Sayyidu Shuhada, but we learn a lot about the Ahlul Bayt. We learn a lot about Imam Hussein. For example, we recall the fact that he comes from a pure lineage, that his forefathers, all the way going up to Nabi Adam salam, that they were all from a pure heritage. There was no pollution in their bloodline. They come from that prophethood, from that tree of prophethood. We talk about the fact that the earth that Sayyidu Shuhada is buried in, that Allah purified that earth. Even though the blood was shed, that earth has become sacred. It has become a, a land which is sacrosanct, which as we know today, we can use for shafat, which we use to pray upon. And so all of these things again become within the context and the text of the ziyarat. It gives us a better appreciation for Imam Hussein, for his mission, and also for the status which the Imams of Ahlul Bayt think about him as being at. A second ziyarat that we also recite frequently is ziyarat of Ashura. And again, this is something which has come to us from the chain of the Ahlul Bayt there are differences whether it comes from the fifth Imam or the sixth Imam. But this is one that is traditionally recited only on the day of Ashura in most communities. Other centers will use this recitation, the ziyarat, and recite it every single night of the month of Muharram, for example. There's a lot to say about Ziyat Ashura because obviously it's a very charged ziyarat. There's a lot of words in there that people have found offensive, people have taken exception with. 
people are concerned when they recite the ziyarat because of the concept of the la'nat, which we're talking about in a separate series. And so sometimes people have, within our own Shia community, they've tried to downplay the importance or the relevance or the authenticity of ziyarat ashura. Even today we have many so-called intellectuals within our community who speak from a possession, uh, from, a, from a position of, 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 of authority, and they claim that Ziyarat Ashura is not a authenticated Ziyarat. You'll probably see these sorts of articles or people will talk about this because of these certain phrases that are used to condemn the people who were responsible for the tragedy of Karbala. Obviously, I don't want to go into a, you know, a detailed analysis. There are many books available, even in English, which offer a commentary of Ziyarat Ashura and will analyze the authenticity of it. But obviously when we look at it, our scholars across the board from the earliest times up until today have done their research and they have come to the conclusion that there are no problems with this ziyarat. Yes, the tone in certain passages is very harsh, no doubt. But when you reflect on what happened on the day of Ashura, and again when we correctly understand the meaning and the usage of la'nat, that it's not a foul word, it's not a curse word, it's not vulgarity. It is a dua, literally it's a, it's a supplication that we're making that Allah remove His mercy from certain individuals because of their own acts of iniquity. Then you understand that this is and can be something which can be rationalized through the Quranic narrative because the Quran speaks about this concept of Allah removing His mercy from certain individuals. A third ziyarat that we should be acquainted with is a ziyarat called the ziyarat of Nahiya al-Muqaddasa. This is actually, it's a very lengthy, it takes maybe 30 to 40 minutes to read it, to go over this ziyarat. But one of the interesting, or the interesting things about this ziyarat is that it was taught by the 12th Imam directly. He taught it to one of his four representatives, and when you actually read the ziyarat, it doesn't necessarily read like a traditional ziyarat. You know, when we read ziyarat waratha, we have greetings and salutations on Imam Hussein, and we have certain aspects where we greet him. But ziyarat nahiya is more a commentary of the day of Ashura. So whatever you hear on the member about the tragedy of Karbala and the day of Ashura, if you want to hear how the 12th Imam would have recited a majlis, to use our terminology to describe the day of Ashura and the maktal, the, the tragedy of Karbala, we should read Ziyarat of Nahiya because literally it's the 12th Imam giving us commentary of what happened on the day of Ashura. And much of it is very explicit. He talks about many of the things that happened to Abu Abdullah, the attacks on him, you know, the eventual decapitation. He goes into a lot of graphic, vivid detail in the Ziyarat. But that obviously gives us a better understanding of how the 12th Imam looks at that tragedy of Karbala. And again, when he goes into it, he explains many things that only somebody from the family of the Prophet who has that vision and who has connection to the tragedy would actually be able to explain. And so this becomes again another important mainstay within our tradition. If we want to again understand the history of Islam, the history of Karbala, the role of the companions, the role of the family members, the role of what happened to Sayyidu Shuhada, Ziyarat of Nahiya again becomes one of the most important.
And even in here, I'll make a point that some people also have questioned the authority and the authenticity of this ziyarah because there are certain passages which explain about the ladies of Ahlul Bayt, about how, for example, Lady Zainab perhaps or some other women came out of the tents with their hair disheveled and their hair showing. And so some people have questioned this authenticity that how can it be that the women of the family of the Prophet would come out without their hijab on, with their hair showing. And again, our scholars have given, you know, possible options or, or possible understandings of what these passages mean. And so rather than, you know, discounting the entire ziyarat, they analyze those certain passages and come to a conclusion of what they could be speaking about and what the 12th Imam could be inferring about that day of Ashura. And the last and the, la and the fourth of the ziyarats that we should be acquainted with is the ziyarat of Arba'in, the actual text of the ziyarat. And this again was also taught by the sixth Imam, Imam Jafar al-Sadiq to Saf Safwan Jamal. Again, Safwan comes to the Imam, it's nearing to the period of Arba'in, and he asks the sixth Imam that I want to greet Abu Abdullah on this particular day. Because it was a tradition from the time of the early times, obviously after Karbala, when, they, when the family came back to leaving Sham back to Karbala, on the way back home to Medina, they stopped at Karbala. And so Jabir was there with the fourth Imam, the fifth Imam. So the entire tradition of being in Karbala on Arba'in was there from the earliest days of the tragedy of Karbala. And so Safwan asked the sixth Imam that give me something that I can use to greet your grandfather on this day of Arba'in. And so this text of the Ziyarat of Arba'in was taught to Safwan.